This is Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta, Georgia, a congregation full of life and love with a legacy of outreach ministries. Everybody's invited to church in person Sunday at 10 a.m. and online at mountpleasantatl.org. And now, the Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. I wouldn't have a God that I couldn't feel sometime. Amen. God bless. God bless. Amen. Open your Bible to Psalm 27. <laughs> God bless you. Good to see everybody. Good to have you. And thank God for your presence. Your Amen to the other day. It's still church time. And it's still, amen, time to hear the word of God. Amen. Psalms 27. I'll read just a few of the verses, not all of them at this point, but I will read a few. First verse says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, come came up against me, came up upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumble and fail. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. The war should rise against me. In this will I be confident. One thing have I desire of the Lord that I may seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. You may be seated. We ask God to add other blessings to the reader and the hearers, but again, especially to the doers of his word. I want to talk today from this thought, it's worth the wait. Look at somebody and tell them, say, it's worth the wait. Amen. David, amen, was in exile at this time of the text. He was on the run, amen, from the enemy, Saul, who was the king that David had fallen to be an adversary according to King David's mind. It became because the fact that David slew uh, Goliath and the women of the, the nation began to sing a song that, amen, Saul, I mean, Saul slew his thousand, but David slew 10,000. In doing that, it created jealousy and it created a wall of division. It created, amen, some anger, some dislike, and some separation from King Saul and David. David had already been a man by way of uh, Jesse. His son Samuel had came to town and by the orders of God, a man had anointed David because David, when he walked under the oil, the oil began to flow from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet. He was already anointed and called by God, but at that time he was only anointed 
but not appointed. You got to learn how to wait until your season comes. You can move too early or you can move too late. And I want you to know that David was a man ordered by God and he moved according to God's amen word. It would be a better church if all of us were moved by the power of God's word. He orders our steps and direct our path and give us, amen, uh, what way we should go. I remember reading when he told Abraham to leave his kindred, leave the city, leave the town, leave all of the knowledgeable, knowledgeable people that he were acquainted with, his family and his friends and even perhaps some foes. And God said, and I'll show you, amen, as you go. Sometimes God will give you a destination without giving you, amen, in between knowledge. You have to walk not by sight, but obey and walk by faith. You have to believe that God, amen, is on your side in spite of what may be going on around you like David when he penned this 27th Psalm. He wanted, amen, us to know, amen, a few things from his own life experience. So what do we see here? We see in, amen, this 27th Psalm, many scholars say, Amen. That David was writing, amen, about his, amen, uh, encounter with Goliath when he talked about, amen, that his enemy, amen, stumbled and fell. Many talks about, amen, that David is talking, amen, not about only Goliath, but he's speaking in terms of him being in the cave of Dulah which suggests to me that the enemy had, amen, you might want to say, crowded him and come near to him. And what God did, amen, to protect David, he did not give him a sword. He did not give him, amen, uh, a rifle or a gun. Uh, he did not give him that. He did not protect him, amen, amen, through what you would think uh, protection would be. He protected him with a spider web. I wish I had a witness in here. David was hiding in the cave, amen, and Saul and his men was approaching the cave. God, amen, dispatched that, a little spider to, to, to go way up, up the door, the, the entrance to the, amen, the cave. And David was on one side of the web while Saul was on the outside of the web. And they said, there's no need of going in there because there is a way. I wish I had some help up here. Amen. And just a little spider web kept David from being harmed. You think God cannot make a way out of no way? Amen. I want to suggest to you that while you are running, God, amen, provides protection. Can I get me a witness in here? And so it is in this text today, amen, verse 1 through 3, amen, there's several things I want to leave with you today before we get out of here. First of all, let's look at David's testimony. In verse 1, 2, 3, look what David said. Amen. He said that the Lord is my light 
Look what he said. Not only is he my life, he is my salvation. Not only is he my salvation, he is the strength of my life. I wish I had me some help up in there. Listen what he's saying. While he's on the run, he's giving God praise and giving God thanks. Amen. Not only that, but he's encouraging him on self, letting himself know. And if you read it, you'll find out that David was saying, my life was in darkness. It was at the end of the rope. It was, amen, chaotic. It looked desperate. It looked dim. It looked dry. It also looked dead. But God did not allow that which the enemy would do to me. God would not allow it to happen unto me. And I suggest this to you, that if God cannot protect you, guess what? You cannot be protected. And if God cannot do it, it cannot be done. I wish I had some help here, man. David, amen, knew God through many life experiences, and he stood on God's word even as he was running for and from his enemy. It's all right to run if you got somewhere to run. It's all right. You remember the old folk used to tell us, amen, a good run is better than a bad stand. I wish they had a witness in it. You, you know that, don't you, brother? Amen. It's all right to run. Amen. And you can tell the story tomorrow. Instead of standing there and somebody else have to tell it for you. I wish I had some help here. David gives us about three things right here. He says the Lord is my light. In other words, when it's dark, God can brighten up your way. When you're in trouble, your back is against the wall. You're in a catch-22. God can deliver you. That's when David said, my salvation. Then he says here in verse 1, he said, the Lord is the strength of my life. In other words, my hand, the Lord's hand is holding me together. Because if it had not been for the Lord on my side, I would not be here today. And I know there's a lot of little David's amens in this room today. Not only there's some Davids in here, there's some Davids in this room today. Amen. Which tell us that we've been through some difficult, deadly time. But through it all, God kept us in spite of ourselves. That's why you can hear almost in every testimony of any church that I should have been dead. Amen. Sleeping in my grave. But, but God made the enemy your footstool. So it is David giving his testimony. He was, hey man, young in age. He was young in experience. He was young talking about, hey amen, how the Lord kept him when nothing else could or would. He was simply saying, hey amen, if it had not been for the Lord on my side, I would not be here today. Verse 1 through 3 gives his testimony. So he says here in verse 1, 2 rather, when the wicked, even mine enemy and my foes came upon me to eat my flesh, they stumble and they fail. 
Your enemies can be right up on you, right next to you. Amen. But God will stay their hand. God, amen, can protect you. Amen. That's why, and I'm going to share this with you, when you are a praiser, I wish they had a witness in that. I'm going to say it again. When you are a praiser, amen, that you don't just have to have music to praise him. Amen. You just don't have to have a crowd to praise him. You don't have to just be at church to praise him. You don't have to have money in your pocket to praise him. When God can trust your praise, I want you to know the enemy can't touch you. I wish they had a witness in here. That's why he says it like this. Amen. Notice how he says this. And we say it backwards and wrong. We used to say it like this. If you dig one ditch, you better dig two. Amen. But that's not what the scripture said. The scripture doesn't tell you to dig two. He said the one that you dug. I wish I had a witness in here. Instead of it being for your enemy, it's going to be for you. So if it's two ditches, that means you're going in one too. But God is a protector. Amen. You amen, need to understand that if he's on your side, amen, the devil can't do you no harm. Amen. The Bible says here in verse 3, he said, though a host, amen, should encamp against me. Encamp means they got you surrounded. North, east, south, and west. They got you surrounded. Amen. Horizontal, vertical. Y'all going to talk to me in a minute. As well as width. In other words, everywhere you look, you see you've been caught, trapped, amen, caught up in, can't get out of. But I want you to know, just know this one thing. No matter what the enemy may do to you, God, amen, is the only one. And that's why it says, amen, all things works together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. If you're in the will of God, amen, I wish I had some help here, amen, if you're in the will of God and if you are a praiser of God, God know that if things go awry in your life, you still going to have a praise party. If you get busted, disgusted, amen, broke, amen, broke up, tore up from the floor up, amen, God know you still going to praise him. God know that if, amen, the doctors have given you a negative and a bad report, you still going to praise him. And so what God would do, he'll keep you, amen, because he knows he's going to get some praise from you. In other words, what the devil may do to you won't stop you from giving God praise. And since God, amen, inhabits the praises of his people, and he knows he can depend on you to praise him, not sometimes. See, some people don't wave their hand until they are in trouble. Amen. Some people don't wave their hand until they need something from the Lord. But the Lord know that you, amen, got a car sometime that you'll put it on auto and it'll stir for you. And you'll throw up both hands while your eyes are on the road. Amen. And give God, amen, an auto, amen, praise to let him know, God, you've been truly good to me. 
I acknowledge the fact that I praise you for the steak, but I'll also praise you for the bologna sandwich. I'll praise you, amen, for the, amen, the lobster, but I'll praise you just for sardines. I wish they had me some help up in here. Oh, y'all don't know about sardines, amen, and crackers. I wish they had some help up in here, amen, and a glass of Kool-Aid. Y'all gonna talk to me in just a few minutes. I want you to know, amen, God, he is a provider. And so what we see here in verse 1, 2, and 3 is David's, amen, testimony. Somebody said testimony. And then when you said testimony, you, you can't have a testimony without having a test. And every time, amen, the enemy throws a wrinkle at you, amen, Bible said that God would raise up a standard. The enemy's job is to, amen, destroy your witness and to destroy you from freely giving God praise. David says this after verse 1, 2, and 3 is his testimony, but then in verse 4 through 6 is David's trouble. I, man, I want you to know the Bible says in Job 14, 1, man that is born of a woman is but just for a few days. Those days are filled with trouble. Y'all remember this, amen, no cross, no crown. In other words, you got to understand, amen, that the devil don't want you to make a joyful noise. He wants you to be fussing and cussing and acting the plum food, amen, with your name on some church road and got a cross hanging around your neck with a Bible under your hand, but you talking like a sailor. I wish they had a witness in here. I want you to know, amen, the Bible said that troubles, amen, may come, but God will make a way for you. I heard Paul said in 2 Corinthians verse 4, amen, chapter 4, verse 8, on every side, amen, we are troubled on every side. You know how you say it? If it ain't one thing, it's another one. But I want you to know you ought to be glad you got a thing that can be trouble. Why? Because trouble, they will not last, not always. And matter of fact, they come many times to help make us strong. Troubles, troubles here, troubles there, troubles some of everywhere. But if you put your mind stayed on Jesus and let him know, amen, how much you love him with all your heart, mind, soul, and your spirit. David troubles, look what he says here for verse 5, for in the time of trouble he shall hide me in the hills pavilion, in the secret place of his tabernacle shall he hide me. And then the next thing you know, he'll set me upon a rock. In other words, God will elevate you. He will bless you. He will exalt you. He will lift you up that all may see and wonder how did you get what you got. Well, I got it because God gave it to me. Amen. He blessed me once. He blessed me twice. When I start trying to count it and think about it, he's been blessing me every day of my life. Well, when you know that you are blessed, amen, you ought to be happy and somebody ought to know it. I'm going to say it again. When you know you've been blessed and God brought you through trials and tribulation, I'll preach if you pray. 
Amen. If God brought you through hills, amen, over hills and over some mountains, I want you to know you got to, amen, acknowledge the fact, amen, you may, may have some bread in the, amen, in the pantry. You may have, amen, some milk in your refrigerator, but I want you to know God is a provider. I heard somebody said, amen, like David, I've been young, but now I am old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor seed begging bread. Well, my brothers and sisters, amen, not only did David give us his testimony, but he talks a little bit about David, his trouble. But not only that, David said, you know my testimony. I gave that to you. You know, amen, uh, my troubles. I told you some of those, but not only that, but amen, I want you to know my trust today. My trust, amen, is this. Look what he says here, amen, in verse 7. He said, hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy also upon me and answer me. He said, when thou say, seek ye my face, my heart said unto thee, thy face, Lord, I will, amen, seek. Hide not thy face far from me. Put not thine servant away in anger. Thou had been, amen, my help. And just what you got to tell him sometimes, the Lord, your help, you've been everything I needed. You were there always on time. So the Bible said here in verse 9, he said, don't hide your face from me because when I see your face, when I can sense your face, when I can feel your presence, amen, such a joy will come all over me. In other words, I understand that the enemy want to close my mouth. The enemy want me to be quiet and say not one word. But when I think about the goodness, amen, of Jesus and all that you've done for me, my, my soul start crying out. My hands start going up. My eyes start watering. My mind start remembering. My ears start hearing. And my tongue start talking. If I'm standing, my feet will start want to move and pet. Because, amen, I found out that when I give God the praise, amen, my blessing keep on piling up. And I don't know how y'all feel about it on this first Sunday in the month of June, but the Bible said that let everything that have breath, amen, be able to give God some praise. He told us, amen, in verse 1 through 3 about his testimony. In verse 4 through 6, David talks about his trouble. But then he tells us, amen, in verse 7 through 10, the trust he have in the Lord. Anybody got trust in him? The Bible said, trust in the Lord and do good. I wish I had a witness in there. If you know he's a good God, then you ought to just do good and trust in him and lean not to your own understanding, but in all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct the path. I don't know what y'all come to do, but I come to tell you, you better learn how to trust in the Lord. Amen. You can depend on money if you will, but money will run out. You can depend on gold if you will, but gold will, amen, fade away. You got to understand, amen, that the Lord is, amen, everlasting. That's why David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. 
and his praises shall continually be in my mouth. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but I come to tell you it's worth the wait. Can I get me a witness in here? The thing you've been praying for, the thing you've been looking for, asking for, seeking for, and knocking for. There is a promise by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. When he said, ask, ye shall, amen, receive it. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock on the door, and it shall be open. So David said this, amen, my testimony is real. My troubles have been real, and I trust God for real in my heart. But then in verse 11 and 12, he says it like this. He said, teach me, yes, Lord, teach me thy way, O Lord. Lead me in a plain path because of my enemy. Look at Brown and tell somebody, said, my enemies, they are always on my track. But David said one thing. He said, now, Lord, if you teach me the basis of life to put all of my trust into you, I want you to know, amen, my mama trained up children, and I was one of them in the way that I should go. And when I got old, she said, one thing I know is that I put it all on the inside. And you can go to the club if you want to. You can go to the parties if you want to. But then when you find yourself in some trouble, you better know what I put in you as a child. What did you put in me, mama? I put in you, Jesus love you. This I know. Amen. What did you put in me, mama? I put in you to hold on to God's unchanging hand. I put in you a prayer light. Now, Lord, lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I awake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. I don't know what y'all come to do, but I come to tell God thank you. I want to tell him thank you for my journey. You've been running for a long time, and I haven't got tired yet. Look at your name and say one thing about Jesus. He's always on time. And I heard when David said, well, Lord, I found out that if I praise you, you'll fill my house with blessings. Ain't God all right? And I don't know how y'all feel about it, but I come to tell you that Jesus is my four-day traveler, my midnight rambler, and my hellhound chaser. Ain't God all right? As I get ready to go to my seat and let y'all know that this day that the Lord made it, I shall rejoice, and then I got to be glad in it. Ain't God all right? Is that two or three people in here? Know you got to praise for the Lord. If you know you got to praise for the Lord, you better get it out tonight because everybody ought to have a praise and lift up the name of Jesus because Jesus declared, if I be lifted up from this earth, I'll draw men, I'll draw them under this. 
ain't gone all right. I heard David said, deliver me not over unto my enemy. For false witnesses have risen up against me. But I'm so glad that I heard David said, teach me, Lord, and I know I'll be taught right. Keep me, Lord, and I know I'll be kept right. Hold me, Lord, and I know I'll be loved right. Ain't God all right? Is there anybody in here gonna help me praise him? Look over at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, I really don't know what you've been going through, but your hand you may be looking at, the face you may be seeing, I've been through some hell and some high water, and all through it all, the Lord came through for me. Shake your neighbor hand and tell your neighbor, through many dangers, trolls and snare, I've already, I've already come. It was God's grace that brought me this far, and it's God's grace that's gonna lead me on. Must Jesus better cross along, and all of the world go free tonight. Tell your neighbor, no, no, there is a cross for everyone, and there is a cross for me. I don't know how y'all feel, but I got news for you. David told us about his testimony. He told us about some of his trouble. Then he told her, trust in the Lord. Then he told her, the Lord is a teacher. But then David said, it's worth the wait. Though lightning might flash, thunder may roll, strong wind may blow. But I got news for you, he may not come when you think he ought to come. But I got news for you, you ought to tell somebody. If the Lord tell you uh, that he gonna show up uh, at 11.59, don't try to rush him uh, to 11.58. I was the head of witness. Just stand right there and say 1.59. The Lord is right on time. Won't he do it? Say yeah. If he really been good to you, go on and tell him thank you. Thank you for my journey. Thank you for my life. I know he's all right. I got to leave y'all. But before I leave you, I got one more thing to tell you. And that is in verse 14. He said, wait on the Lord. Look and tell your neighbor. Wait on the Lord. They didn't hear you. Tell them a little louder. Said, Wait on the Lord. That lily in the valley, my bright and morning star. Wait on Jesus. I said, If you wait on him, he'll always show up tonight. Won't he show up uh, 
if he ever showed up on your behalf did he ever tell you if you just be still I'll come see about you won't God do it if you know he been good to you and you ain't too mean tell your neighbor I am it's something I am used to be something I am uh, have been something but one day uh, I met Jesus he put some running uh, in my feet uh, he put some clapping uh, in my hand uh, and the joy uh, that I had uh, the world uh, didn't give it to me uh, ain't it alright uh, I believe that the last uh, you know something about Jesus. If there are any witnesses up in Mount Pleasant, any witnesses back in the choir, won't he do it? Won't he open door? Won't he make a way? If you try to him, gonna say yeah. Won't he do it? I'm so glad that trouble don't lay. Not always weeping may endure, but for a night, but how many up in here got some joy? He'll put some running in your feet. Say yeah, say yeah. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. He's bread when you're hungry. He's water when you're thirsty. He's joy in sorrow. He's your hope for tomorrow. If you know him, say yeah. If you tried him, say yeah. And you're all right. He's better than Coca-Cola. He's better. Y'all ain't gonna help me. He's better than a honey baked ham. He's better than chicken. That's why I got to praise him. Because when nothing else can, Jesus steps in right on time. Do you know him? Have you tried him? What's his name? What's his name? Can't nobody, can't nobody, can't nobody, can't nobody, can't nobody. He's worth the waiter. He's worth the waiter. He's worth the waiter. Wait on him in the morning. Wait on him in the midnight. Say yeah. He's worth, he's worth the wait. Can't nobody do us like Jesus. He's worth the wait. You've been praying, keep praying. And if he's promised you that he's going to heal you, you may well act like it now. Amen. You don't have to wait.
till the battle is over, you can shout right now. Amen. You can shout in advance. You can give them a praise in advance. Amen. Because my hope is built on nothing less but Jesus Christ and his righteousness. I dare not trust in his sweetest of claim, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you today. Give God a hand praise if you will. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to the Mount on the Go podcast. If you've been enjoying the word, please consider donating to the Mount Pleasant Ministry. We have various ways that you can give to the ministry to allow us to become better in our pursuit of delivering God's word to you. You can give via PayPal at mtpleasantatl.org. You can give via Zale, info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also give via Square and Giveify. For Giveify, just search for Mount Pleasant Baptist Church with our address, 17 Melvin Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia, and you'll be in the right place. In addition to all these options, you're always welcome and invited to grab an envelope and have cash or checks sent to the church, whose address is again, 17 Melvin Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia. For questions, comments, and concerns, feel free to email us at info at mtpleasantatl.org. That's info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also visit our website, www.mountpleasantatl.org, to follow us on YouTube and Facebook for the video version of the podcast. Our services are live every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you are more than welcome to visit the church in person every Sunday at the same time. Thank you so much for listening.